Indeed, there are more questions than answers. Like, why is it my blind neighbour always takes his dog for a walk? Seriously, he's out three or four times a day taking that dog for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. He's with that dog constantly. He's even driving with it. Wow. Who's I'm, driving? I just got that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Early use of the inappropriate, Bell. I realised last week around the 4th of July how useless my dog would be during a war. Just thought I'd share that with you. Yeah? Not that I'm looking for support or anything, but it'd be nice to know it's there. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> for eating? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Hi, America. Hello, world. My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. Welcome to the show. More questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites, and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre, and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in, especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests, somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. With the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall. We listen intently, the last thing my mother saw before she went to bed. Her unconscious mind picks and pulls her mind and she snores that very tune. Let's have a listen. That's right, football's coming home. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Very sad Englishman sat here. This week's not been a good week, has it? Oh, no. We lost to Croatia. I'm sure the whole of America is very interested in the World Cup. I was. I bought a shirt. I had flags flying outside my house. They were wondering what the strange Englishman was doing, running around screaming and shouting in the yard. But I think I've already got a <laughs> reputation, to be honest. True. They must have thought it was another exorcism. Yeah. We're no longer involved in the World Cup. No. We've got a game tomorrow to finish third or fourth. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> so snuggle under your covers, feel my pain and turn out the light. The rules are very simple. That sounded terrible, by the way. It did. I didn't Snuggle under your it. covers, yeah. feel my pain and turn out the light. That's yeah. what you call it, huh? And don't tell your mum what we do. Yeah. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. Mm -hmm. An example of this would be... 
the panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and evanescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also our producer and sound engineer. Heather realised this week that a worm is a pretty disappointing prize for getting up early. Wow. I have a story about a worm later. Mm. Do you? So very topical in many respects. It is. How'd you know? (laughs) I know which end of a worm is which, because if you tickle its belly, you see which end smiles. I also... I don't get that. ...wish <laughs> to introduce... The mad and crazy! <laughs> Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle sent off for one of those swabs for ancestry DNA testing this week. Apparently, she is 50% crest... 25% denture fixative, 13% quarter pounder with cheese, and 12% wow. tequila. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. I will share with everybody that obviously we have very sensitive studio mics, dynamic yeah, mics, and yeah. you have to be quite close. And if you shout, if you make mm-hmm. a lot of noise, it peaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I shout out, when I say I wish to introduce the mad and crazy Michelle Corey I have to run to the back of the studio Mm -hmm. so I say this is what happens it's very quick I have to run to the back of the studio shout sprint back again so I say I wish to introduce the and then you hear me running mad and crazy (laughs) back again Michelle Corey see Heather's waving her fist at me now because I've just peeked out it wasn't my fist the entire system they're mad they're bad and they're paranormal. This is season three, episode 23. As we stumble into the first round we call general lack of knowledge, we arrive with the dental floss that is the gong of infinite knowledge. Let me ring that gong right now to signal the beginning of our first round. Doesn't get any better week in, week out, does it? No. <laughs> with the mouthwash of facts and the toothpicks of statistics. Wow. On this day. In 1985, what global event took place in the world? Does anyone want to have a stab at this before I give you the information? No. We are the world. 13th, I'm sure I'd have remembered that. It is coming. 13th of July, 1985. You will know where you were on this very day, I guarantee it. We're going to go around the room and you're going to tell me what you were doing on this very day. 33 years ago today was Live Aid. Yeah, we are the world. We are the world. Well, I don't know. I thought you said war of the world. No, we are the world. I shall give you points. I'm sorry for misunderstanding your words. It's okay. It happens. You've got an American accent. I'm mumbly too. If anyone's ever told you this, it's true. Hmm. Yes. I remember teaching a group of students. I was a teacher for many years. I taught 11 to 18 year olds for about 15 years back in Europe, back in the day, in another lifetime. I remember talking about Live 8 to the kids. None of them had a single clue what I was talking about. The England soccer team that just got knocked out of the World Cup not more than a couple of days ago. There was only going to be a couple of them. None of them. None of them, in fact. None of them were alive. None of the England soccer team were alive when Live Aid took place in 1985. 
Can you remember what you was doing? Can you remember where you were, Miss Morris? Where were you? I was 10. I wasn't even old enough for you to teach. Could you remember such a thing, though? No. You don't remember Live Aid? I was 10. Wow. I remember it a little bit. Oh, I see what you've done there. Chad wasn't even a glint in his dad's epididymis. Was you alive back then, Chad? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was five years old. I was... uh... So what we're discovering is that I'm really old. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's it. Can you remember Michelle or is it too far back for you? No, I remember it. Oh, you do? You're going to come back and tell me. Do you remember where you were in the world? I had graduated high school and I was getting ready to go to college Smart. that summer. It's Friday the 13th. Has anyone crossed anything? Have we got a lucky rabbit's foot? No. Piece of shamrock? No. Are we doing anything for good luck today? The interesting thing about Friday the 13th is that two things come together at once. Obviously, the Knights Templar, if you have watched the History Channel, you'll be sick of hearing this. But the Knights Templar were actually disbanded and were put into exile in 1307 Ah. on the command of Pope Clement V and King Philip IV of France. In 1307, that took place on Friday the 13th. But Christ was crucified on a Friday. The 13th disciple, of course, was Judas, and they just put the two together. So in many respects, Friday was unlucky. Also means freer in Norse, which isn't a god you want to mess around with. And 13 was unlucky, and they just put the two together, is my understanding. Mm. The first ever soccer World Cup match began today in Uruguay in 1930. So, for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio, and did I research Uruguay and try to find things about that country? Uh, Nothing happens there. Oh, God. The first ever... I can't believe that strange, bizarre, and fascinating facts about soccer. Mm. The World Cup's on. It's very topical. More people watch soccer in the US than watch sports. And if you shout them out, I will give you points. So soccer is more popular in America than... Bowling. Than bowling. Well, that's a given, isn't it? I will give you points, Chad. I mean, fantastic for jumping in. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) if you now Cricket. You can't just shout out like really low followed sports like racquetball and badminton. Oh, yeah, I thought I was going to say badminton. Good call. Oh, I yeah, I said board. that though. So let me give myself some points. <laughs> L- lacrosse. No, this isn't random sports. Fishing. Fishing? When have you seen televised fishing? Oh. Wait, it's all the time. Synchronized <laughs> swimming. Oh. Yeah, you're not quite grasping the quiz here. And, and points are being thrown around like confetti. We were doing really good. Yeah. It's the first time you've ever succeeded, isn't it? I'm gonna NASCAR. step in. I'm yes. No. It is what? more popular than NASCAR. <gasps> no. Soccer is watched by more people than NASCAR. Miss Morris, I shall give you some Yay. points. I also, gotta say hockey, unfortunately. Because you've been looking at my notes. No, I'm not. It's true. Hockey and NASCAR were the big two sports that soccer actually has more viewers for combined i would suggest that's remarkable times isn't it now the name soccer we say football of course in britain don't we Mm -hmm. the name soccer comes from what very simple question where does the name soccer come from how do you derive at such a wondrous thing miss morris i'm not gonna go the inevitable one what is the inevitable one smacking your mama Smacking my mama. <laughs> so football, we call football, football in Britain, but over here it's no, smacking soccer. your mama. Sock her. Sock her. Oh, sock her. <laughs> and one part of the game that I played religiously all of my life, I don't remember hitting a woman. Ooh. Maybe you're playing it right. You should have played with us. And I was talking about my mama. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the midwife slapped your mother when you were born. Hey. Oh. 
controversial. Yes. So you're are gonna you go going with soccer, are you? Yes. So are you going with football or soccer? Well, I'm in America, so let's go with soccer. When in Rome, right? Okay. So you want to know what again? I want to know, and there was a quiz in here, Diana, get out, where the word soccer derives from. What does it mean? Where does it come from? Mm, football. I understand that. <laughs> Why am I here? Oh, Let's no. Why am I here? That's I a win. rather large drink you've got there, Miss Morris, isn't it? Mm. It is. You started early this evening, didn't I you? I try. Michelle, do you want to better that by actually giving me an answer? I can only think that it is a French word for something... You leave the French alone. That's yeah. the enemy. We don't speak about the French. That's right. We invented soccer, of course. It's a very yeah, I know, but... very British thing. Chad, any thoughts? I know you're an intelligent man. I'm going to say it's a derivation of football from a different language. That's not a bad guess. It's from association football. So the word association was shrunk down and gave us the word soccer. I cannot give the points away. Huh. Why is Greenland not allowed to be part of FIFA and can't be included in the World Cup? Simple enough question. They have no pitches. They have no pitches. Why do you think that? Because it's all snow. In Greenland. <laughs> in Greenland. It's a myth. Not White Land. In mm, Greenland. Too hilly. Too hilly. We're going to play the first half downhill. Give ourselves Lots an of advantage. Goats. Yeah. Anything you'd like to add to that, Michelle? There aren't enough people that play soccer. That's not a bad guess, actually. They don't actually have any grass, believe it or not. They're unable to grow grass I there. Win. So yeah, they can't actually have regulation I win. pitches. I think it was called Greenland to encourage people to go there. It was. If my memory serves me right, it's either Norwegian or Danish. And they decided to call it Greenland. Almost to trick people into going to a certain yeah, degree. Right, it was a misdirection to keep them away from Iceland, right? There you go, absolutely. <laughs> Given the choice, would you rather go to Iceland or warm Greenland? These were the choices. Uh, Miss Morris, nice. you are running away I know. with the soccer quiz. You've actually done better tonight than the American team has done in the last four years. Did you know that? Mm. German birth rates went up by how many percentage after their World Cup successes in 2006? All the Frauleins wanted to celebrate. 35%. German birth rates went up by 35% when the World Cup was held in Germany in mm. 2006. Yes. Michelle Corrie, your choice. Machen Sie lieben. Or oh, something with a seven in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think 20. You're going to go with 20. Miss Morris is running away with Yay. the soccer quiz. We're going to have to get her some kind of trophy of some description mm -hmm. or another. Look at the size of her head, look. We've actually found something you knew something about. Yes. Soccer. Yes. It's 35%. Right I will give you... <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> to wipe your tears. I know. My. You now have six resplendent second half. Stunning points from the edge of the yes. box currently in the top right-hand corner. Did you know we are celebrating the birthday today? So happy birthday to Mr. Harrison Ford. Oh, I like he. He is 76 years old mm. today. Happy birthday, so, Harrison. Call me. For the first time <laughs> in the history of MQTA Radio. I can't believe that strange, bizarre and fascinating facts about Harrison Ford. Mm. He divorced... Melissa Matheson. And this is listed as the fourth most expensive celebrity divorce in the history of mankind. All I'm wow. asking you to do is ask how much her settlement was in that 
divorce. How much did 367 Harrison Ford? 367 million. 367 million dollars. Million. Yes, I can see that you're doing a little bit of Austin Powers there. Yes. Suits you. Mm. Mm, suits you, sir. Miss Corey. I got to go lower. You're going to go lower than 367 million. It is a lot lower, actually, but still a hefty sum hey. of change. It is 85 million dollars in that divorce settlement it's the fourth biggest celebrity divorce settlement in the history of mankind michelle corey you now go up to a rather large eight and you get a piece of stale wedding cake and a toaster thank you as your reward just a quick throwaway question i like to give you points i'm philanthropic i like to see how we are here His wife, who he divorced, Melissa Matheson, she wrote the screenplay for what famous 1982 film? Miss Corrie's got her hand up. E.T. You're absolutely right. I shall give you a phone home rounded double integer of 10. You've scored 10 points. How did that even happen? Because I said a lot of dumb sports. (laughs) (laughs) We finally found where we are in life. Each week we need to sit here. Next week, there's a quiz on fencing. Good times. What sound effect did Harrison Ford provide for Jimmy Buffett's album, Last Man Go in Paris? And Think Wild West. Last Mango in Paris. Last Mango in Paris. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett's album. Harrison Ford provided some sound effects for that album. I just need you to tell me what those sound effects It was a whistle. Were. Mm. That's a Wild West sound effect. Is it the whistle? The famous Wild West. Oh, I see where we the are. The Clint Eastwood one. We're now going into the realms. I of blew the good, into the, the microphone. Mm, it's yes, like the good, did. the bad, and the ugly in here. Yes, but I'm good. I'm bad. Damn. (laughs) How things can quickly turn downhill for you. You're going to get a fistful of dollars in a minute. Oh, ow. You're going to go with a whistle, are you? Yep. He whistled on Jeremy Buffett's album, Last Man Going in Paris. Mm. Michelle Corey, you've got the whole of the Wild West to choose from in terms of sound effects. And if Chad wants to think about an answer, he can jump in and seize the points, wrestle them away from you. He did a Wookiee call. That'd be the Wild West Wookiee. Yeah. Mm. Of course he did. What was I thinking? Grabbed a pair of coconuts and did the horse clip-clop noise. A sensible answer at last. <laughs> it took a psychologist to provide right. it. Ooh. It is a whip crack. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that makes sense. Indy. I'm assuming Ooh. he actually used a whip rather than me sitting here going, Ooh. Not bad. That's not a bad like... I've never had to do a whip crack on the radio yeah, before. right. This is going really, really well. (laughs) In honour of Harrison Ford's conservation work, he has two animals named after him. I just need you to tell me one of them and I will give you the points. What type of animal has Harrison Ford got named after him? A bird. He's going with the... I thought you were going to say the Harrison camel. No. The Ford dolphin. No, it's a bird. You say that Harrison Ford has a bird named after him yes miss cory you have a choice a monkey you say the harrison ford monkey mm-hmm. chad why not leap in and give me an answer oh but a dog he has actually got a central american ant named after him and he also has a spider named after him mm-hmm. oh, two amazing sensible. animals yeah. that oh, was man. then but 
this is now. I stepped on a couple Harrisons on the way in here. <laughs> uh oh. Wow, I, st- I stepped on a Morris. <laughs> That's a wash it off. Wow. Controversial. I love this show. We enter our favourite part of the show. It's the mailbag. <gasps> we loves the mailbag. If you wish to write to me, you can go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. We love all of your comments. If there's parts of the show you like, if there's any particular guest on the show that you wish to see get a large amount of points, you're more than welcome to ask to me. If you write a nasty email, I will send it to my mother. Ooh. That's more questions than answers with Adrian Lee on Facebook. All of the stories are on there. All of the jokes, all of the camaraderie, the banter, all there for you. Jill is in Iowa. She's posted, never needed your show more. Have a great weekend. Lots of Aww. laughs. Aww, thank Thanks, you, Jill. Jill. Jill actually needs some prayers at the moment. She's going through a bit of a cancer battle. So if you wish Aww. to give Jill in Iowa your prayers and healing, yeah. I'm sure she would appreciate yep. that. Kathy, our good friend and listener in Minnesota. Hi, Kathy. She says she actually knew the Doctor Who question last week. Do you remember I said what took place on the day that Kennedy was assassinated in 1963? She knew the answer to that, but she's actually done a Morris, hasn't she? She's actually told me after I've given the answer that I knew that. (laughs) How many times in this studio has Miss Morris stepped in and said, I know the answer to that. I knew that. After yeah, I'd given the answer out. Exactly. I will give Kathy two wondrous Doctor Who canine dialect points for knowing Ooh. that. That's very kind of her to write in. And I know she's a Star Trek sci-fi Star Wars Doctor Who fan. John has written, love your show, but have not listened lately. But Aww. I've been catching up on SoundCloud. Yay. Hey, good. He says, now that you're on at 11 o'clock Eastern time on a Friday, it's more like it. I thought the 8 p.m was way too early mm. yeah we well, should be on late i guess late. it depends whereabouts in the world you're listening to us at this moment that's in very time, true mm-hmm. see in britain we're now going on at four o'clock in the morning saturday morning greenwich meantime yeah but people on the west coast are now accessing us at eight o'clock yeah. so they can listen to us before church right yes there's lots of people <laughs> in britain going to church <laughs> at 4 a.m only five percent of brits actually go to church we're a really? secular society 5%. absolutely i don't know anyone who goes to church in britain Oh, so that. many beautiful churches. Yes, they're very cold, very drafty, and nine hundred years old. I like them. This is what you like it cold and drafty, dear. Yep. You need to move to Ireland. That'll sort you out. Been there. John has been listening to us first on the Dark Matter Digital Network at eleven p.m. Eastern Time, ten p.m. Central Time. If you go to Dark Matter Digital Network Radio, you can listen to us first at. 10 o'clock. Everything is there for you. We have 100,000 listeners in 190 countries all over the world. If you're Jill, if you're Kathy, you can also listen to us on SoundCloud. All of our shows are archived over the last five years. You can listen to us absolutely 100% free. Everything's there back to back. So if you're fed up of watching soccer, if you're sick and tired of being eaten by bugs, if you dislike the humidity, why not sit in the car, turn the air conditioning on, listen to our shows back to back. If you go to SoundCloud, dot com search for mqta radio they're all on there for you it's completely free and if you're listening now on soundcloud why not press the little orange love heart show us how much you love the show cut and paste the link put it on your social media sites tell all your friends you're listening to the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world and we do an extra round at the top of the hour when we go off air we stay in the studio 
and we do a round called Not For Your Mother. It's like a little Easter egg, a little present from us to you. If you go to our archives, you will hear that extra 25 minutes. And the reason we cannot read it out on air, ladies, is because it is... Filthy. Naughty. Mm, dirty. Chad was tempted to have a go. <laughs> <laughs> he's just deciding in his mind whether he's yeah. a man or a woman. <laughs> oh, oh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> he's bypassing that. But it is filled with innuendos. Innuendos. Sexual intrigue. Sexual. They're the stories from around the world that we've researched and we can't read them out on air for fear of being removed nope. or getting a fine. But we can read them out on the internet. Yes. So if you go to SoundCloud at the end of this show, Go and find more questions than answers. Mm -hmm. MQTA Radio is what you're looking for. You yes. will find all those extra things on there. But we're on iTunes. iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Yes. If you wish to give us reviews, we would appreciate that. We're on on iTunes, please. iTunes, yes. Miss Morris, a big please. She's put her hands together. She's yes. pleading. Little face. Like she wants a penalty and she's rolling around in the box. Oh, quit bringing it up. Spotify, can't do it. Brussels sprouts, gas box. We're on everything. <laughs> Everything's there. That's my favorite. I have no idea what any of these things are. I'm far too old. I can barely work the television these days. Jessie May in Texas has written. This was the first time I've got to listen to the show live. I normally have to work on a Friday night and I binge listen on Patreon. So Jesse's one of our oh, Patreon thank you. listeners. Thank you. This show's free. It'll always be free. We enjoy doing it. We've been hanging out together for five years now in our each other's company. Yeah. Making merry, drinking. Eating. Jinkin. 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 Nothing but a cup of tea has passed my lips. Yes, I can hear the ice cubes rattling around as you drink. What is that? It's bright pink. What are you drinking back there? Uh, rum and pineapple juice. <laughs> oh, Jesus. An islander. <laughs> There's going to be a long way to go before the end of the show, isn't it? If you go to Patreon, you can donate a single dollar to the show and we've had a lot of problems in the last two weeks you've no idea oh. how much equipment we've lost and how much mopping up we've had to do and the problems we've had mm -hmm. trying to get this studio in ship shape conditions due to the amazing amount of water and flooding oh. we've had in this part of the world if you go online look at anywhere in southwest minnesota you will see the horrendous flooding yes. places like tracy and spirit lake have just been deluged they're underwater yeah but our studio got hit twice unfortunately yep and we spent the whole of last week's show bobbing around on a coracle with a microphone on our lap. Chad had his fishing rod out. <laughs> so if you go to patreon.com, search for MQTA Radio, any donation you can make to this show, we would appreciate. And you do get a lot for your money there. You, you do, do actually get to listen to the show first. There's archives. You get a chance to listen to shows that have never, ever been aired. We did them mm -hmm. specially for our patrons, and you can only listen to them in that place martin of course our good friend in new york <gasps> love you martin is also a patreon follower but if you like what we do if you listen to the show and you laugh if you leave the show with more than you arrive with then surely that's got to be worth a single dollar cf elliot posted adrian the rest of us also love this show oh, thanks cf Thank hello you. that's a joy isn't it because yes. on a regular basis i say I love this show. It makes me smile. It makes me happy. I laugh at my own jokes. But then my memory's going and I can't remember which ones I've told true, and which true. ones yeah. I haven't. Yeah. Finally, our good friend and listener Jerry has posted. Aww. Great show tonight. Keep up 
the great work. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. Once again, you can find all of tonight's stories, all of the chat, all of the jokes, all of the squirrels, all of the content on Facebook. Join our Facebook site, More Questions Than Answers, with Adrian Lee, and all of the details of the show will be there for you. I have a Twitter account, Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. We have 101,000 followers on there. Facebook, we've got slightly less, 61 Hundred, which is still a reasonable Ooh, amount. Yes. Join us first at 10 p.m. Central Time on the Dark Matter Digital Network. We've got all kinds of things on YouTube. If you search for us, you'll find wondrous, funny, and interesting things all over the place. If you're looking for a really good summer read, go to Amazon and search for Adrian Lee. I have books about ghosts, hauntings, history, how to be psychic. In fact, my book, How to Be a Christian Psychic, what the Bible says about healers, mediums and paranormal investigators will be there for you. And you can grab that book and read the reviews as well. I'd be very, very grateful and actually read three of those chapters out on YouTube completely free of charge. So go onto YouTube, search for How to Be a Christian Psychic by Adrian Lee. And I have three chapters there on crystals, healing and meditation. Now, last week we mentioned this. I'm going to mention it throughout the whole of July. We have been nominated in the Podcast of the Year Awards for 2018. Amazing. We've been nominated in the comedy category. Apparently people think we're funny. I still can't believe it. We've also been nominated in the People's Choice. I would love each one of our listeners to go now to podcast awards podcastawards.com or one word yeah if you go there you'll see a screen that says nominations click on the little blue sign that says nominations all you have to do is put your name in and your email address just to prove that you're real and then you'll have a form come up that asks you to nominate if you go to the comedy section and the people's choice awards you only have to nominate us there and your work is done yep that's all you have to do of course if you have lots of email addresses you can go on there as many yeah, times as you naughty. want. Mm. But it's not one of these situations. But it's okay. Yes, that's fine because an Englishman is telling you in an English accent. Wow. But it's At okay. the end of the day, how many email addresses does anyone have? Like two or three, perhaps? Yeah. It's not one of these deals where you get your Auntie Barbara to sit there pressing a vote every right, 10 minutes. Right. You just get to vote once. Once. Right. You get to vote once. You must vote once. <laughs> Just the once. I'm not sure if that's an old Jewish woman or Count Dracula. What are we going with? Both. You're going to combine the two together, are you? Perfect. There we are. It's a vampire that likes eating bagels, apparently. Mm. But if you go to podcastawards.com, we would be very, very grateful if you could vote for us in the category of comedy and the people's choice. Here we are. Mm. We're in the second round. Michelle's on 10. I've yet to score. Heather's on six. Chad scored two. <laughs> and Kathy has also scored two. It's amazing, isn't it, that I'm losing to two people that aren't involved in the quiz. Quite remarkable. Mm. This is the round we call Ghosts and Hauntings. They're the stories from around the world. They're full of spirits, haunting ghosts, scary things. Inside South Korea's bizarre Mudang's gut ritual, where shamans exercise ghosts, and drink pig's blood. These photographs offer a rare glimpse into the shamanic rituals of South Korea, where gut dances are performed to exercise ghosts, and people eat pig's blood to ward off evil spirits. Doesn't think... your gut dance? 
It does dance regularly. That's yeah, rather too much for my liking. <laughs> it's, if it's a choice between drinking pig's blood and warding off evil spirits, I'll take my chances with the evil spirits. Yes. I might take the blood. There are sausages that are made in Britain. Oh, I love them. Called black pudding. Oh, yes. gross. And it's That's basically breadcrumbs and no. pig's blood. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you can like that. Oh, I love it. Do you know the stuff that you hang posters on a wall with? Imagine it's your first week at college. You've got your posters. You're sticking them on the wall. What do you call that stuff over here? Tacky. Yeah, it's called tack. Yeah, I know blue what you tack. mean. It tastes like that. That's what it fried black that up. pudding? That's what it's. So yeah, how, do you, know? Know. how do you are know? you eating this? Because I've tried yeah. it and it's terrible. It's oh. delicious. I hit the breakfast buffet. I thought I'll try the black pudding. I didn't know whether to eat it, chew it, or stick posters up on the wall with it. You got a crappy palate. Pretty grim. The astonishing images capture Mudang shamans who have become possessed by a god, executing bizarre ceremonies in a bid to console the dead and wish good fortune on the living. In one dramatic picture, a woman is seen vomiting during an exorcism, while another image shows a shaman being comforted as she eats the blood of a pig, its carcass before her in a bowl. Disgusting. Mm, A further image shows a dead pig mounted on a trident on Korea Memorial Day, which was in June. If the trident remains upright, it is regarded as a positive message according to shamanic rituals. For who? Aquaman? Acts of exorcism. (laughs) You've often seen Aquaman of you walking around with a pig on the end of his trident. Be one of them sea sea pigs. pigs. Of course, what was I thinking? You have it with sea cucumber. Yeah. Do you? Any other food you want to throw in there that begins with the word sea? Calamari. Sea calamari, sea cow, sea dog, sea cat. (laughs) <laughs> see food and eat it <laughs> acts of exorcism are openly performed by shamans an estimated 550,000 people work in the Korean shamanism and fortune telling business we need to get out there find me a trimon a, tri- a trimon find me trimon I'll give you some trident mm. find me a pig we'll be reading people's fortunes and making oh. a lot of money the Mudang ritual is called gut, in which a shaman appeases and exercises the gods and ghosts through a performance such as singing and dancing. Ooh. We can dance. We can sing. Let's put on a show. Clients pay shamans to perform guts in order to fulfill their spiritual or mundane needs. It is no. said. Mundane. Show us your guts. No. Look, show us your bloke. Go on, let me rub olive oil in that for you. No. The shamanism and fortune-telling market amounts to $3.5 billion a year. Billion. It is reported. I am not drinking the blood of a pig, or okay, I'll have a swig. You decide. Oh, yeah. Go to our Facebook site, more questions mm-hmm. and answers, with Adrian Lee. Miss Morris, what have you got for me first tonight in the round of Ghosts and Paintings? A smartly dressed man performed an exorcism on a busy train as a woman screamed, Devil! <laughs> I, I didn't. She said, "What? Well, get off!" In front of get a shop commuters, she shouts, "Get off!" Devil, no. devil! Oh, devil! 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 The devil! Mm-hmm. Footage of the bizarre incident was captured by a fellow passenger traveling on an underground in Mexico City. The video, which has been seen more than a million times, was posted with the title. When you find yourself in the middle of an exorcism on the metro. On the metro. Mm, the <laughs> that's, train. A, that's a killer Mexican accent. I, 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 I thought you. that was the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to work out what character that was. I'm sorry. Monty. Ooh. 
One, <laughs> one devil. Ah, ah, ah. How many pigs on tridents can we see, kids? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven, twelve. It's very funky, wasn't it? Plenty oh, of bass yeah. and funky. Uh, well, it shows a man in a suit apparently praying in the name of Jesus Christ to free the allegedly possessed woman in front of him. The man can be heard saying, in the name of Jesus, leave. And you need to leave in the name of Jesus. These are the kind so, of trains I end up on. You'd never, you know, you'd be on the phone to your mother you know, saying you'll never believe what's going on in this carriage. There's an exorcism and there's a man running around with a pillow on a go. stick. You need to go. You need to go in the name Get- of Jesus. Oh, wow. We're losing listeners all throughout the South. And in the, oh, if you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, Michelle Curry's put in an absolute blinder there. And you are now welcome to a shot wherever you are in the world. Well, Put the pig back in the basket. <laughs> well, the woman seems to agree. She is possessed and said, Yes, that, that, get out, get out. <laughs> the blood of Jesus What's the has chances? the power to release me from all sins. So you've got a Russian, a Mexican, and someone from the deep south traveling on the subway. However, she then begins to lash out at the man trying to apparently exercise her, <laughs> hitting him with a large... Umbrella. Yeah. It all comes around, oh, doesn't it? Yeah. The man is not deterred, however, and carries on telling the seemingly confused woman, I forgive you, <laughs> Mr. Bond. <laughs> the woman, who has not been identified, repeats, Devil, devil, devil. Over and over Where again. Are we? Devil, devil, What's Mexico City. We're in Mexico, of course devil, we are. Yeah. Devil, devil. And. Two tickets for Guadalajara, please. <laughs> and the devil! According to local media... Oh! This is... <laughs> you're now welcome to take your second shot of the evening. Thank you, Miss Corey. According to local media, this is a common scene in the trains in Mexico. Wow! <laughs> Out-of-work exorcists floating around there. <laughs> Random gorilla possessions. <laughs> they do shoe shining and exorcism all in the same breath. <laughs> Well, the devil really does make hands for idle work. Mm. Yeah. 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 Nice try. Devil, devil. I shall give Miss Morris two points for being somewhat interesting Mm. and slightly amusing. Driverless vehicle feared possessed by a ghost after it is caught on camera ramming into another car. A driverless vehicle appeared possessed by a ghost when it was caught trying to ram itself. Into another car, CCTV shows the pedicab, a motorbike attached to a small trailer parked on the pavement. As a white car drives past the bike, suddenly it pulls away, steering left, as if it were trying to crash into the driver's door. The car stops and the passenger door opens as the pedicab continues its solo journey, veering into the curb and then performing a tight U-turn. This is my mother failing her 13th driving test. Oh. We videoed it. The underwater shots were incredible. Nice. Well. <laughs> the car's driver and passenger both get out, stunned at what has just happened in the streets in China. Chinese media reported that the incident is being investigated. After the footage was posted on social media, some viewers suggested a poltergeist had taken control of the unmanned vehicle. It was Jesus. Oh, wow. Mm. Driving a pedicab. He took the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. (laughs) She's found religion over there in the corner. I'll say. 
Hey, look, that's her in the corner. That's her losing her religion. religion. <laughs> oh, yeah, turn the spotlight on. Nice. Yeah. I'm liking this. Another quipped. This is paranormal activity. It's a hit and run. The cost of the damages caused by the spooky accident has not been reported. Ghostly hit and run. Or oh, that's no fun. You decide for yourself. Go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. Michelle Corrie, you're currently on 10. Ooh. What have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? Uh, Dad has said it's time for him and his family to move house after his two-year-old daughter saw something spooky. Ryan Dalton was filming his young daughter Maya eating breakfast when she suddenly became frightened after spotting something in the family kitchen. In the clip, she can be seen licking the spread from her slice of bread while strapped into her high chair in Montgomery, Alabama. But then something catches her attention to her left, and after initially smiling, she recoils into her chair, points at the empty space, and says, Spooky. <sighs> That's terrible when kids do that, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Ryan asks, Spooky? And she repeats herself again while pointing to the space and says, Dada, spooky. Lovely. Mm. Ryan can then be heard saying, Well, that's spooky to me too. There's nothing even over there. Uploading the clip onto his Twitter page, the 37-year-old wrote, Maya was just being silly, eating some peanut butter and bread, and then she suddenly pointed and said, That's spooky. Time to move. <laughs> because of a peanut butter sandwich? I've been haunted by a peanut butter sandwich. Time to jam. Mm -hmm. Sick. Time <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Miss Morris is on. Minus 10. Oh, <laughs> what? The good Lord giveth and the good Lord taketh away. Jesus. Since posting the video, it has been viewed more than 5 million times and has been shared over a million times. After being asked about the video online, Ryan said that while he did not move the camera because there was nothing there, he did look himself. He wrote, I didn't pan over because there wasn't anything seeable to me. I hadn't started filming to capture some paranormal stuff. I was just trying to film Maya being silly. I definitely panned my head over there. He also added, some people are saying there's a weird noise, like a baby laughing in the background, but it's actually a bird outside our window. Is it mating season? Since viewing the video after, other, other users have told the family to move house. One person said, put that house on the market. And another wrote, I believe babies can see angels. And I suppose that would mean that they can also see spooky things that we can't. And others were telling him to pray to remove any demons. Oh, not a demon! We're having house. a very demon-orientated show here, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. There was a bird. I think it was a blackbird. And it decided it was going to mimic when I was a teenager. And it must have had a nest and be flying around my parents' house. It mimicked the telephone ringing. <gasps> That's awesome. So oh, this wow. bird would be sat in the tree and it would go... <laughs> my dad would get up <gasps> and answer oh. the telephone. That bird drove my dad insane for the summer of 1986. My dad awesome. cursed that bird. I've never seen my dad swear so much in all his life other than when he's hanging wallpaper. The oh. only two times I've ever heard my dad swear, hanging wallpaper, mm. and that bird that mimicked the telephone calling four or five times a day back in 1986. Oh, great. They do mimic. So if a baby's been laughing, 
you could imagine a bird would be mimicking that. Right? Could be. These things can happen. I'm going to squeeze in one more story. And I haven't forgotten your points, Michelle. I will That's give okay. you a couple of points there. You've moved up to a rather large peanut butter laughing baby 12. Mm. Bizarre moment. Ghost train pulls into a station to pick up passengers before heading off towards a parallel universe. It's Harry Potter, isn't it? Yeah. The eerie footage appears to show the moment a ghost train pulled into a station. We're back in China. Bizarre CCTV apparently captured at Batu railway station shows the train arriving at the station before stopping as if it was picking up passengers. But no train is clearly videoed. And although its outline and headlights can be made out, there was nothing there. The video ends with the train disappearing after leaving the station leading one person to question whether it was heading towards a parallel universe. Experienced rail workers were said to be stunned when they watched the scenes on surveillance cameras. A description of the video reads, This footage was sent to me with the following information. This footage was captured in 2018, and when the station security were watching the surveillance cameras, they noticed the ghost train pull into the station and stop, as if it was picking up passengers and then leaving. My source said that in the 12 years he has worked there, there has never been anything seen like that before, and he hopes it doesn't happen again. Viewers offered their own theories as to how the apparent phenomenon occurred, with some sceptical over claims of a ghost train. Eternal Osmond opinion, invisible cloak, metamaterial, military experiments. What was that sentence again? A military cloaked mm. train. Is what yeah. this gentleman thinks that could invisibility be. cloak, like in Harry Potter. Yes, it's Only all very Harry train. Potter, isn't it? But Michael Cody added, "Looks like they re-recorded over the same tape, and it didn't work out properly." This clip has racked <gasps> up four thousand online views, and it's mm. available for you to see on our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee running a skeleton crew. Or I'm so scared I followed through. Who knew? You Who decide. Knew? Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Ali at the end of the round. That is Ghosts and Hauntings. Michelle's on 12. I've only scored two. <gasps> Heather's on minus 10. Chad's on two. And Good Kathy Lord. in Minnesota is also on two as we sprint into the round holding our laser pen. Yeah. Banging our bongos. Yep. Looking up into the skies and saying, here I am. Come and get me. It's the round of UFOs and Crypto. Zoology. It's green men and hairy beasties. What have you got for me tonight, Miss Morris? <gasps> Nothing can be finer than a mutant pig from China. God, I wonder what you was. <laughs> oh, I'm glad it ended that way. Wow. I thought we was about to be taken off air. Jeez. Well, I'm sweating here. I am. Look at me. You are. I thought I was going to get a ten thousand dollar fine, and I did straight off the bat. Well, bizarre. Bizarre new footage from China shows a newborn baby pig with a disturbingly human-like face. Oh, might I say again? Again, again. there are many again. wondrous creatures out there, like lambs, cows, calves. Yeah, well, and Willies. pigs that suddenly look like you, Russell Brand. Oh! Oh! Yeah. Wow, <laughs> she's already riding a minus ten. I'm going to ride this train into the ground. Ooh. It gets to the point where I've removed so many points, it's irrelevant. You know what I mean? If you're teaching students and kids and you've given them five detentions, it doesn't matter anymore if they get the sixth or the seventh, does it? No. I will give you a glimmer of hope, Miss Morris. I won't take all your points away. Uh -huh. On the back of the fact that I think if I'm philanthropic, you won't then think you've got nothing left to lose and yeah. throw me under the bus anymore. Oh, well, all right. you keep thinking that. In the clip, shot in Yangman... City. In where? What? Hang on, you're not Yang getting away. Yangman. Yangman. Hangman. Yangman. 
I saw a man hung once, only had one leg. People were shouting out letters. It was hilarious. Oh. Well, this was actually in the Gongdong province. <laughs> That's, I've, on... had, I've often had problems in my Gongdong yeah. province. <laughs> On June 28th, a villager actually holds this little piglet aloft and shows it to the camera. The unusually deformed animal opens and closes its little mouth, apparently gasping for air, but it does not make a sound. Well, the tragic pig only lived for two days, according to reports. And last year, and I think I did a story about this and you'll remember it. I'm going to kind of rephrase the words for you. Last year, a video similar to this one emerged from china of a mutant pig born with only one eye do you yes. remember right yeah in the middle it was of his a forehead. cyclops and it had an a male appendage like yeah. thing stuck to its stuck head to it yeah well it was seen she yawning and gasping for air and the little piggy sadly died a couple of hours after. wow birth. bring the show down yeah. why don't you mm. but wait With i got another story corn pig oh well, you're gonna redeem yourself are you? <gasps> i got another story come on then fabulous. you need the points you're a minor eight. go on okay an ontario man claims he saw a ufo and someone driving it yes piloting it like those renaissance frescoes from eastern europe from the 14th century where there's a rocket going over and there's a man like that space thing from the jetsons pressing buttons so i went with early renaissance eastern european art and you went with the jetsons yeah perfect i like that Uh, by the great hannah barbera i went yes (laughs) the ottawa eyewitness who claims the event took place in the fall of 1968. So this is relevant. This is today's yep. news, is it? 1968. No, he finally felt brave enough, darn oh, it. he's yeah. only just came out. I understand. Well, he said, I was walking home, eh? From high school <laughs> at eh? about 4 p.m., eh? It was sunny with fluffy clouds, eh? I was... <laughs> you hoser. We're losing so many <laughs> listeners. So many listeners. We love you, Canada. Well, there was a snort in there. You're welcome to take your third drink of the evening if you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game. I was walking south down St. Laurent Boulevard eh, and had just gone under the Queensway when I noticed an aircraft heading west extremely close to traffic. It's eh? gone a bit Pakistani now, isn't no, it? No, no, it's perfect. <laughs> freaking on. Well, the round craft apparently had a few windows and appeared to be illuminated with lights inside. The man goes on to say that a humanoid, believed to be a female, mm. <laughs> got a good look because she had... Looked at yes, him. Exactly. Have you seen Looked some of the women him. up there? <laughs> they chop a cord of wood in the morning and give birth in the afternoon. He gave him the winky eye. Look, she's got her mother's beard. Oh, <laughs> I got the impression she was sitting. I believe there was other beings around her as well, eh? Yeah. You're funding Sashi, Mr. Simpson. The Canadian says he ran home after witnessing the unusual machine and told his family about it. The next day, I looked through the newspaper for anything about this event. This is the first time I ever retold or documented my experience about the bad female alien mm. driver. The bad. <laughs> Who'd have thought you'd have had the word bad female driver. and driver in the same sentence? Unbelievable. I'm going to make a song about that. Canadian UFO from 1968 or A mate. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions That's and Australian. answers. Australian. Yeah. Eh? 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 Take off, hoser. <laughs> the difference is, I don't claim to be an expert on world accents. Domination. On world yeah. domination. Oh, oh, oh. Michelle, mm. you're on 12. I've scored two. Heather's now back <gasps> to minus eight. Chaddy's on two. 
Kathy is also on two. We're going to squeeze in as many stories as we can in the round that we call the strange and the bizarre. They're the stories from around the world that are too good not to read out, but don't fit easily into any other category. Several cat owners in Gloucestershire have reported having their pet cat shaved <gasps> by an unknown individual. Again? It's the <laughs> phantom cat shaver. Oh, God, that guy. <laughs> The peculiar phenomenon appears to be a direct continuation of a similar spate of unexplained cat-shaving incidents that were investigated way back by animal rescue authorities in March 2016. At the time, it's a brave man who tries shaving a cat, right? That's all I'm saying. I'd want gauntlets. At the time, a total of 12 pet cats had been targeted within a six-mile area of the Cotswolds in England. He's stuffing a mattress. In the Catswolds? In the Catswolds. <laughs> Catterwallers? In Fiendland. <laughs> now, two years later, pet owners believe that whoever was responsible has resurfaced following <gasps> further cases of shaved cats in <laughs> Nailsworth. Oh, that's a good one. That's got to be two shots right there, isn't it? You sucked all the oxygen out of the room. Thanks for that. Chad's on the floor, gasp me for air. If you're now playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, I suspect you're wasted. Hairball. Sometimes we go weeks without any. I know. Now she's just coughed up a hairball. Oh, jeez. Shaved cats in Nailsworth, Minchin, Hampton, and Brinscombe. Maddie Reese Davis, 11-year-old rescue cat, is one of the animals to have been targeted. Oh. She came home last week with what looks like a shaved leg and a stomach. She said she's an ex-rescue cat used to be very skittish and very nervous i'm sure she's over that now yeah we rescued her 18 months ago and we were really making improvements with her all that's been thrown out the window years of psychotherapy destroyed in a matter of seconds now we are back to square one with her if anyone attacks her or even looks at her she's running away she's hiding but is someone actually doing this to the cats or could there be a less sinister explanation what could be a less sinister explanation to 12 cats being shaved in that town. And by the way, if there's been a two-year gap between the first lot of shaved cats and the second lot of shaved cats... <laughs> they were in I'm not the Sherlock clink. Holmes, but would you not think that they were in Clink? Yes. yes. He was in the Swanee. Or, or the old crimes, Or came over to Minnesota for a couple of years. Yeah. It's the phantom cat shaver. In my opinion, that cat has overgroomed itself rather than being shaved, said veterinary nurse Emma Green. But if that happens to 12 cats in one town, yeah, are they no. all overgrooming themselves? No. Obviously, not having actually seen the cat in person, it's very difficult to say. Lions and tigers have got such rasps on their tongue that they can take the meat off of a bone just by licking it. It's mm-hmm. incredibly rough. Investigations into the phenomena are still ongoing. My kitty has no hair, or I'm not going to tell the joke. We all know it's there. It's a catastrophe. Wow. (laughs) Miss Morris is now on minus six for such a wondrous, fantastic feline joke. I am now up to a rather large. I'll bat a mouse around the floor and rub myself on your leg. Four. Now, Chad, you've been waiting there patiently all show. You have tonight's Dr. Chad. Peter's psychologist and chemist, fascinating, strange and bizarre fact of the week. What have you got for us this week? There is a town in Switzerland simply called A. 
there. You sure it's not in Canada? Eh? Eh? I didn't know it's he true. had that. That's awesome. It's mm. awesome, isn't it? Everything's synchronicity. How synchronicity. Do you, how, do you, how do you spell it? I just, like a sound. <laughs> the letter... Hey, it sounds brought to you. Today's show is brought to you by the Swiss town of A and the Canadians. A, Miss Curry. You've got the last story of the evening in the round of the strange and the bizarre. What have you got for us? Mm, I dedicate this to Heather. Furious couple armed with an umbrella and a carving knife attack a neighbor over a noisy full moon ritual. Noisy full moon rituals with umbrella. Uh, which was attacked with a knife by neighbors furious at his noisy pagan rituals. Damn you in your ways. Mm. Mark and Anne Denyer flipped as 21st pagan John Bennett chanted and banged his drums in his garden during a full moon. Mrs. Denyer, 52, repeatedly hit him over the head with a brelly, while her hubby, 56, jabbed at him with a carving knife. That's gotta suck. Wow. People do some odd things under a full moon, don't they? Mm Mm-hmm. The druid, known as Bearheart, suffered cuts, but his big belly prevented serious injury. But he Uh stayed dry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the main thing. There's always a silver lining in these stories, do you not think? There's always a small glimmer. Oh, my God. A small bead of hope. Why am I here? <laughs> Trucker Mr. Denyer and his wife from Alderholt, Dorset, were found guilty of unlawful wounding. Oh. The pair got suspended jail terms at Bonemouth Crown Court. A neighbor said later, John has a personalized number plate that says 666. I think both men are quite hot-tempered. Wow. Dancing in the moon or the couple are a loon. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. This is the round we now call Not For Your Mother, which means you have found us on one of our platforms. So thank you for being tech savvy and for coming to find us. We hope we will make it worthwhile. This is the round. And if your mother is in the room, if you've got small children running around, my advice would be to remove them. You have been warned. And if you wish to share this, on your social media sites. Cut and paste this link right now and do that for us. We'd be very grateful. This is the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world. Mother 19 stabbed boyfriend during sex after telling him men should only be used for human sacrifice. Well, she's not wrong. Well, after the sex. (laughs) She didn't do it beforehand. I mean, she got what she wanted first. She gave him a taste. It's a bit like a... Black praying, Widow Spider. Or a praying mantis. Unbelievable. Mm. A young mother has been jailed for 11 years for stabbing <gasps> her occasional boyfriend mm. as they had sexual intercourse after texting him to say men should only be used as human sacrifice. Zoe Adams, 19, had dressed up as a clown. <laughs> what? <sighs> That's so gross. I just thought her makeup was on thick. I never twigged. The penny never dropped. <laughs> We sat there in the Outbacks, and I just thought she had a lot of makeup on. Outbacks, being it wasn't until yeah, and it wasn't until the rubber nose. Uh, she had a, a bucket of custard with her, and a yeah. car. The no. door kept falling Dog off the car. In a hoop. When one door shuts, another one opens. No, that's on, my clown car. He kept on squeezing her nose. Oh. She had rather big shoes, which is no small feat. 
no, you did. I'm on fire. I love this no, show. No. I love this show. <laughs> she was dressed up as a clown and put a pillow over Kieran Berwick's head to make their encounter more exhilarating. On July the 29th last year, Kalyle Crown caught heard. In what she described as an overreaction, she whispered, Trust me. When a woman dressed as a clown holding a pillow whispers in your ear, Trust me. I've got issues with trust at that point. Can I just say, this ain't his first rodeo. <laughs> you think he's seen other clowns behind uh, him? Oh, picked the clown up from the rodeo. <laughs> I see what you've done there. Wow. I've warned you about trying to be funny. You never listen to me. I know. I try still. She whispered, "Trust me." To the then seventeen-year-old Beric, before stabbing him <gasps> five times in the chest, the arm, and the thigh with a ten-inch knife, collapsing his lung. Jesus. Having oh. seized Adam's iPhone, the court heard of images she had saved on the device, which included a blood-soaked woman with a caption, Murder is like a bag of chips. You can't stop after just one. <laughs> what? <laughs> there was a time in my life I could I'm only sorry. date mentally unstable oh, no, women. The device also chips. had a text message to her victim reading, I don't think about males. Unless said male is strapped up and being used as a human sacrifice. You should be grateful you're not part of that. Adams claims she could not remember the incident, but sentencing Judge James Atkins said her cruel and sadistic actions were deliberately intended to cause harm to her victim. You think? He added that she had planned the attack. I doubt that. She took the knife and the duct tape to her bedroom in Wigton, Cumbria. Mr. Berwick was afraid of clowns. Wait, 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 there's a word for that. What is it? Chlorophobia. Chlorophobia. No. I'm sure someone will write in and tell me. I think it's chlorophobia, but I can't be 100% sure. Mm -hmm. He's afraid of clowns. He had declined Adam's earlier suggestion to be tied up with the tape, and the pillow was a compromise. Really? Judd Atkins said, You had decided to cause serious harm to Mr. Berwick during sex. I am sure that by the time you had already become disinhibited by drink and drugs, like our show, right? Yeah. And the more sadistic side of your personality had come to dominate, said Judge Atkins, ruling that Adams is a dangerous offender. In his victim's impact statement, Mr. Berwick said he had struggled to sleep since the attack. He can't look a clown in the eye. It's left him with an injury to his lung and pneumonia. He stated, I struggled with the knowledge that someone I genuinely cared about would do this to me. Mm. Just after I got out of hospital, this thought played on my mind quite a lot. But having had time to think about it, I am convinced that she planned it. I mean, you have to plan a yeah, clown well, attack. Jesus, she went out and bought a freaking clown costume. All the makeup and a nose. <laughs> I don't keep tape and a knife in my bedroom. And a, You don't? Huh? No, it's in the spare room. Well, just the tape. Yeah. They're in the spare bedroom. It's in the basement dungeon. It's in the well, studio. I feel as if we're learning a lot. I'll give Miss Morris 10 extra points. He was going to be scared scared he was going to be scarred oh scared silly scarred and scared mentally and emotionally for the rest of his life he said adding i've always <laughs> had a fear of clowns and zoe knew this this will now only increase my fear of clowns but you said he's 17 right yes and she, that's not she's true. only 19 to be fair it's only a couple of years between them still not Oh, no, it's a clown, or shut up and just get down. <laughs> get down on that. 
Wow. I wonder if she played circus music in the background. <laughs> That's quite sick. That's no. like Reservoir yeah. Dogs, isn't yeah, it? Where yeah, he's, yeah. Cutting, he's, he's doing yeah. the dance. He's yeah. taped up to a chair. She's dancing mm-hmm. around in a clown's outfit mm-hmm. with a pillow. And in the background, you can hear... I want to be the ringmaster. The ringmaster. Yeah, you'd be a good oh, ringmaster. In so the first string, you want to see an elephant. So let Maybe me get not. this right. You want a dungeon and some masking tape, duct tape, and a knife, and you're going to call yourself the ringmaster. <laughs> yeah, think, with I a th- monkey. I think that's kind of hot. Actually, we do have a monkey in the corner. He's right there. Yeah, he is. How are you, Chad? Are you having a good evening? <laughs> You're never going to leave this this studio. (laughs) If you pay peanuts, you get monkey. Mm. (laughs) Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Nothing can be finer than to be in your mother's than penis penis from China. Penis, penis? Yeah. I'm confused. I'm losing my grip on the day. A curious 13-year-old boy has had a USB cable removed from his penis by doctors after he inserted it up his urethra, Franklin, and it (laughs) nodded in his bladder. Is that like a snake bite? You have to suck. It's not funny. I'm not laughing. (laughs) Way up there. Respect. All the way. Yes. You have to suck it out like with a snake bite. Like Skeddy. Got no, it. No. I can see it coming back. The teenager, whose name was not revealed, of course, inserted the cable up 20 centimeters up his penis before realizing he could not pull it back out. Wow. Was it, what was he it's, charging? His bladder? Yeah. Oh. His parents took him to the local hospital in the county of Linku mm-hmm. in China's northeastern Hailong Dongjong yeah. province, Ooh. where yeah. medics applied lubrication in a bid to pull out the cable, but that proved unsuccessful and left the boy in intense pain. Good. Can you guys imagine this? Nope. Pulling it out like a skiddy? Yeah, like a like magician a scarf. Oh, no, like a clown, like a magician yeah. scarf. Yeah. Like yeah. handkerchiefs. Like that. Yeah. All tied together. Yeah, yeah. with a knot. Well, he was actually transferred to the Harbin Children's Hospital the next day. And then it was time for the doctor to see him. And Dr. You Lion. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on a second. Hang on. Dr. You Lion. You Lion. You Lion. Yes. Okay. It doesn't get any better than that. You Lion. I've got some good news and some bad news. Like all lying. the other children are like, why did you hear? <laughs> <laughs> well, the facility's resident urologist said he cut off a one end of the cable and inserted it into his urethra. He must have been bored. She added, or oh, it's a her. So, oh. Oh. oh, the cable reaches bladder where it tangled <sighs> and then it ended up in knot. In the way. So, when he tried to pull it back out, it became a stuck. <sighs> Dr. You Lion yep. said she had no choice but to operate on the boy, and they cut out his penis. No, he oh. didn't. <laughs> That's never going to end well. Yeah, yeah, no. He's going to need it anymore. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that'll grow back. Put some ointment yeah. on it. They cut into his bladder to find the knotted cable, snipped the tangled section, and removed <gasps> oh. the remaining cord like these. 
through his urethra the same way it would have. <laughs> Whoops, there goes another USB cord. Lovely. Third yeah. one I've lost this week. The boy actually claimed he was uh, very uh, curious about his genitalia and was discharged from the hospital just two weeks after the surgery. Lovely. Mm. I've lost a knotted USB cord or oh my god. See what I did there? Yeah. Very it was terrible. Very impressive. Yeah. What rhymes we called? Bored. Bored. <laughs> Bored. Lord. Well, I asked, didn't I, I guess? Michelle, you have the last Cord. story of the evening in the round that we call Not For Your Mother. Mm. A Chinese condom manufacturer says it is considering making its products in different sizes after Zimbabwe's health minister complained that the contraceptives made in China and exported to the African nation were much too small for its men. Very China heavy tonight. Yeah. It is very China heavy. They come in three sizes, small, medium, and liar. Mm. You liar. <laughs> You've been an hour, and <laughs> all you eat is soup. You gone now. <laughs> Doctor, you lion. Lovely. Hmm, Health Minister David, oh my word, Perry and Tayawaya, made the comments at an event at the capital of Harare last week to promote HIV-AIDS prevention, according to the website NewZimbabwe.com. The southern African region has the highest incidence of HIV, and we are promoting the use of condoms, which is awesome. Perientaya was quoted as saying, Youths now have a particular condom that they like, but we don't manufacture them. We import condoms from China, and some men, men complain that they are too small. Ooh, tight fit. You love your sound effects. I love it. Stop doing it. It's going right down Would my ear. Would you like ear. this one? No, no, stop. Oh. Stop. This is the last time you're drinking in this studio. No. I didn't do that last one. It was Michelle. It Lovely. It was Chad. Unlike. <laughs> I want to go to the bar. Uh, Hurry up. I'm done. You're done. <laughs> Good, I can do this. <laughs> the condoms are too small, or it's okay. It's right down to my ball. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. Well, all good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores in last place, winning the K2 meter. With the dead battery and having a pagan ritual that involves dancing naked around in the moonlight and summoning up demons is Chad, who scored two, and also Kathy in Minnesota. Two points. You know how much I practiced that dance? It was a very impressive <laughs> dance. When I said strip down to the waist, I meant from the head down rather than the feet up. I will oh, say I didn't know that. In second place, winning 13 shaved cats and a pig's head that looks like a human's. Is Heather Morris. What? We managed to claw our way back up to six <gasps> after my philanthropic ways. And our resplendent first place winner, <laughs> where he, <laughs> winning the $33,000 IR camera and two tickets on a ghost train in yep. China, is Michelle Corey, who scored a rather <laughs> splendid 12. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world. The paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. I would love 
for you to write me and I will read out your messages of support in the mailbag section of the show. You can join my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. Remember, if you're looking for a summer read, you can go to Amazon right now and search for Adrian Lee for all of the ghostly haunting psychic books that are on there. Remember, we now do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show. If you now go to soundcloud.com and search for MQTA Radio, we do a round called Not For Your Mother that's laden with filth, naughtiness and all of the stories of the week we cannot read out for fear of getting a fine or being removed. The whole team, Michelle, Chad, myself and Heather, wish to ask you to now go to podcastawards.com and vote for us in the round on the category that is comedy and the people's choice if you can go to that now we would be very very grateful this just runs for the month of july the 2018 podcast of the year awards we would be very grateful podcastawards.com my gratitude and gracious thanks are extended to lorna hunter heather morris chaton drainer michelle curry chad peters and all of the international paranormal society at paranormal.net and all of the show's sponsors including the lakes area paranormal interest group and MUFON of minnesota you have been listening to more questions than answers the only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world with your host adrian lee we are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment the light before the darkness it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested